0: Today on Bruce Springsteen Sings the Alphabet, Burnin' Train. Hey everybody, you're listening to Bruce Springsteen Sings the Alphabet. It's the podcast where we talk about every Bruce Springsteen song one by one in alphabetical order. My name is Rob Carmack and I'm joined as always by J.B. Clark.
1: What's up? You ready to talk about Burnin' Train? Let's get on this
0: burning Train so excited
1: yeah we're breaking into the good stuff now
0: yeah we're I mean well it's funny we, we started we went we jumped into season four at the beginning of January and this is our first like earnest like honest to goodness Bruce Springsteen original <laughs> recording that he wrote like over. new record yeah. stuff <laughs> yeah and um and so th- this is it, it's exciting so th- this song we'll just let we'll, we'll we'll cut with the chit chat we'll jump right into this you doing okay JK? straight to the facts yeah straight to the
1: facts everybody's good okay
0: everybody's good <laughs> enough said are you good everything's
1: go. cool did you get the thing handled
0: the train is rolling let's get it moving so um anyway so the song burning train this is our first song from letter to you which came out in 2020 and uh this is bruce as of as of this recording this is bruce's most recent album with the e street band and um it's it's a pretty rocking album and this is a pretty rocking song and yeah. um I will say, as we're recording this, the the timing on this is kind of weird, because right now, as we record, Bruce is taking the stage in Denver. And so it's possible, and this song has been in the set list. In fact, the song was, as of this recording, um, the, the, the last time he played this song was in Seattle on February 27, 2023. It's entirely possible by the time we get done recording this episode, he will have played it again so I I, I I wish i would know i could know for sure but i know that it has been in and out of the set list for this tour for the 2023 tour um so uh, do, uh, actually let me go ahead and ask you before we get too far into it jb do you wish he'd played burn train in dallas
1: i mean sure i wish he'd played it i wish he'd played any songs in addition <laughs> to the ones yeah i'm played. not gonna tell him not to play it <laughs> yeah
0: yeah, man i i, mean, I, I wouldn't
1: I, have traded kitties back for it no but.
0: and i wouldn't have traded like thunder road for it either but like i'm i'm glad i'm glad it's been in and out of the set list i'm glad i'm glad it's not just on the cutting room floor yeah yeah so um and and i will probably buy one of the the live shows on the the uh the nugs i, I might I'll, I'll probably buy one just because it's got burning drain on it but yeah um so the the song okay so the song is on letter to you which came out of 2020 but it was reportedly written and demoed during Bruce's time living in Los Angeles back in 1993. Doesn't this, as you listen to it, JB, doesn't this sound a little bit like one of his 1993 songs?
1: Yeah. Except, it like, he got uh, one of his 1993 songs, but then, like, if you put that, like... With the East Street Band. Brennan and Ron post-Brennan guitar tone. Yeah, and with the you know, East Street Band. Brennan O'Brien. Yeah, with the East Street Band. yeah. Um so I I've seen that story but then there's a um ARP story <clears throat> I think in ARP magazine where Springsteen told the interviewer Robert Love that a fan was like hey Bruce this is for you we had this bill for you it's very special and handed him a guitar with no case and uh Bruce was like jeez thanks and this is after one of the Springsteen on Broadway shows uh huh and he says he jumped in the car with it and then there's another version where it was sometime before uh thesis passing or shortly afterwards are the two different conflicting versions of this conflicting story mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway he said it was in his living room for months and then he picked it up in april 2019 and said all the new songs from the album came out of it is what he said to brian hyatt and rolling stone in perhaps less than 10 days I just wandered the house in different rooms and I wrote a song each day. I wrote a song in the bedroom, I wrote a song in our bar, I wrote a song in the living room. Sometimes instruments have magic in them. The songs from that album were in the guitar that that kid gave me. That's beautiful. Uh, you try for seven years and you're and then you write an album in a week. Uh, however, at least three songs were written or partially written, oh, never mind, at least 15 years earlier. And these are Women in Your Hair, Burning Train, and Rainmaker. Okay, never mind. Okay. I thought that said these three songs were. He said these three songs were written 15 years earlier. Okay, so those are not conflicting stories. (laughs) That's just a cool story about all the other songs on the record that we'll talk about later.
0: Yeah. Well, and obviously, like, and we'll get to them when we get to them. But, like, If I Was the Priest and Janie Needs a Shooter and uh, A Song for Orphans was all, like, written, like... Prior to Bruce ever getting a record contract I think so yeah um so yeah there's there's a lot of stuff that came from a lot of different places but I, I love I love that he did have that burst of creativity with that guitar you know
1: yeah absolutely
0: yeah um but yeah apparently Burn and train was one of those that that he he opted not to use out of 1993 and and there's it, this is unconfirmed i think but the uh, they recorded okay so the e street band records this album in 2019 prior to covid and and there is some speculation though that some of the production and engineering on this song predates those recording sessions and and i, I mean I don't, I don't have a strong enough ear to know like the difference between a ron and a yellow production and a, like whoever was producing bruce in 1993 and you know what I mean, and and so, um, yeah. and and I think the thing is there. There's an engineer who's listed in the credits of, of the, uh, like a recording engineer who's listed in the credits of "Letter to You" on this song that stopped working for Bruce in 2017. So that's sort of one of the giveaways that maybe this, um, like that
1: that part of this, this is recording a got older production. Yeah, yeah. So at,
0: at least part of it was engineered prior to the the 2019 sessions.
1: That seems to be general consensus. Okay. Which is
0: fine. I I, mean, you know, it's all, it's interesting stuff. It doesn't matter though, because the song is great.
1: I think it's one of the best examples of like, if you were like, what did, what, what do Bruce, like, what does Bruce Springsteen sound like post, post 2000? Mm -hmm. I would be like, I would put this on there with like Wrecking Ball or something. Um, Like, this is the tone. This is the guitar tone. This is the quintessential late stage E Street guitar tone. Um, it's like they called up Dave Grohl in 2002 and he was like, Hey, can you come help me scoop out some of these mids?" <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I am in truth. It's that Brandon O'Brien influence. I think that has a lot to do with that guitar tone, but I, I love it. Just to Burning train is just like unapologetically, like this is what we sound like. Yeah. This rock and roll, <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah. And we should say letter to you was produced by Ron Annie yellow, who, who had pro- uh, previously produced, um, high hopes and
1: wrecking ball. So, and yes. I, guess, I guess,
0: and also Western Stars, right? Yes, so, absolutely. Uh, yeah. He
1: took over after Brendan O'Brien's sort of phase with him, which is where that. I think after. Um, oh, what's the record I'm thinking of that Brendan did and played Hurdy Gurdy on? Uh, was, Devils and that Dust. That wasn't. Yeah, Devils and Dust. Yeah. I think that's when Bruce started sort of like. Looking towards this direction, guitar-wise. Interesting. Does that make sense?
0: I think so. I like I said, I, I don't have as good an ear as you, so I, I don't I don't recognize all the things that you're describing. But but I I do recognize that there is a there, there is a shift in in how he sounds in in a lot yeah. of ways.
1: Yeah, it's just somehow updated modern guitar tone, but it still has it's timeless enough to still be a Bruce Springsteen song. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, totally.
0: It's nice. it could be yeah it could be a 1993 song it could be a 2020 song it's because yeah. because it's Bruce it doesn't necessarily have an uh, you know a sell-by date
1: yeah it's great
0: yeah so yeah so, so follow that thread like musically in this again keeping in mind this is our first letter to you song and there's a lot to be talked about he recorded this album very quickly like uh, and, and I, I think I, I want to say it was six days that they recorded that he I think he Jeez. told Howard Stern it was like six days they recorded the whole album and like I, I think they did like two or three songs per day until the until the thing was done, I could be wrong on those exact numbers, but I think that's it's somewhere near that. And um and so he di- he did this very quick, like you said, like a really strong burst of like quick creativity that he just needed to get out of him. And um and so there, there's a lot to be discussed on this album. This album has a and it came out we should say during 2020 in the height of everybody freaking out about COVID and still not knowing what was going to happen, pre-vaccine, yeah. and pre anybody knowing like whether or not they were going to die. And so like that there's. Um, so there's, there was a lot of anxiety surrounding the release of this album, which has a lot to do with like aging and mortality. And so, um, and so it was very timely. I thought how, like when it came out and, um, and so anyway, so this is our first song off of that album. So keeping in mind, there's a lot to be talked about from this album, specifically when you listen to this track, JB,
1: musically, what do you hear? What, what, what does it bring out in you? i mean, the whole thing's tight. It's got the, it's somehow, um, kind of like the way that Brandy Carlisle does this it's not like a big rock and roll song mm-hmm. that's just a consequence of like the band you know what I mean like it, it it's it could be an acoustic like an emotional acoustic song
0: yeah, yeah I could hear it just, it it
1: just it's the guitar tones and the like I think there's chime hits on the chords you know like boom it's just like really big production also the guitar part the guitar like lead lines definitely sound like lead lines played by a guy who has spent a lot of the last two decades of his career hanging out with Tom Morello. Ah, Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like that, it almost feels like he's like, I'm going to try this new pedal that my boy Tom gave me. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So I really love that. Uh, I love that. You know, just that tone. It's a good song. It's tight. It's kind of pop. It's super rock.
0: It it draws you in instantly. Doesn't it? Like, I I feel like it it just, it just goes and there's no, nothing, nothing like a speeding train. It just, it just sort of rocks. Yeah, and uh, and the the very first night on this tour, on the twenty twenty three tour, Bruce opens the encore with this song, and like what what a cool way to like transition into that next phase, of, like right it, it comes right before Born to Run on that set list, like that's a that's a one too yeah. much.
1: Yeah, it just really does almost feel like it's a Springsteen song that's been around for a long time. Yeah, I like this song fits to me like in the same category. Has, uh like We Take Care of Our Own A Wrecking Ball, where it's like those songs came out and it's like, oh yeah, those are my favorite Bruce Springsteen songs. They always have been. You know, like and they just sort of like feel like a timeless part of the catalog. Uh-huh. Burning Train, whenever I listened to this record, I was like, well, yeah, I mean, Burning Train's a classic already, you know?
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I know exactly what you uh,
1: And it fits into the set too. It's like Zero is my number, time is my hunter. Yeah. I wanted you to heal me, but instead you set me on fire. And that melody, like he crushes it.
0: Actually, that, that's a great transition. I mean, it's a thing we have not done in years, JB, is talk about the lyrics to a Bruce. Oh, Wilson do you want to song. do this? Let's yeah. Do so do you want, I mean, you started it. You want to just go?
1: Yeah, cool. All right. So, uh, you know, the first line, zero's my number, Tommy's my hunter. I, I really, I wanted you to heal me, but it said he, you set me on fire. We were out there, we were out over the borders. I washed you in holy water. We whispered our black prayers and rose up in flames. Take me on your burning train. Okay, so what's going so what on? What is what right what does that mean to you? What does that do for you? Well, Sorry, I mean, we we're both I, asking the same question. Yeah, I, I think I'd like to defer. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: uh, I, I think the the first two, zero is my number is basically like I I, I there, there there's a sense of self doubt that he's dealing with. Uh, he's trying to yeah. stave off his feelings of aging and inadequacy. Zero is my number, and time is my hunter. You know, like the idea of I'm getting older and I'm not I'm not quite who
1: I h- hoped I would be. Um, yeah. and I think the idea of having a number, uh, haunts him too. Like that's a very like draft board, you know what I mean? Like that's a thing that's come up. Like zero is my number. Like he's waited for, he's been waiting for his number to be called and writing and singing about and talking about that.
0: Interesting. Like, yeah. You know,
1: since he, since he dodged sort of,
0: Yeah. Well, then, I mean, yeah, so like, yeah, I, th- I think it's it's about like looking at your life and kind of evaluating yourself and and not not knowing sort of how you stack up and and I, mm-hmm. I and I think ultimately like the idea of the burn and train is a um, it's I, th- I think it's about trying to find meaning in sex and so uh, like it, it, it's because uh, a- as we go on I, th- I think that'll become a little bit more um, clear but I, I I think that's what he's getting at I, th- I think he's trying to like find find purpose in the carnality of
1: physical connection
0: yeah you know um anyway you want to keep going
1: yeah let's keep going uh let's see white sun burning black wings beaten i ran my fingers across the hollow of your stomach as you lay breathing we shared our faith right uh rising dark and decayed take me and shake me from this mortal cage take me on your burning train take me on your burning train once
0: again take me and shake me from this mortal cage the idea of yeah. like this mortal ca- like take, like give me give me a transcendent experience take, give me something that that pulls me out of my 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 feeling of like limited mortality you know
1: yeah absolutely um, i also like that and it feels like he's cramming more into this verse, like characters, words, syllables. Uh-huh. It, he's just like, he's stumbling over him to get more of him in. <clears throat> Which I think is, I don't know if that's an intentional thing, but, you know, sort of like a, <clears throat> like a uh, poetic trigger, sort of like trying to get more life in, trying to get more words in. Uh, something shining in the light neath your breast, the thick smell of you on my chest, your bed of thorns. I brought your shining gifts, wiped the sweat from your brow and touched your lips. sheets stained with sweat outside the endless rain. Darling, I'm blessed in your blood and marked by Cain. Take me in your burning train.
0: All right. So I don't know. Now Now that we've read through the whole thing, what do you think?
1: I mean, the, the man does love to like blend uh, spirituality and carnality in, in sort of uh, religious words. Yeah. I mean, you
0: go like back to I'll work plan. for your love. Like that's exactly yeah. what he's doing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What do you think he means uh, when he says, "Darlin', I'm blessed by your blood and marked by Cain"? Uh
1: I don't know. I. Uh, I could see this definitely being just sort of like. Do you ever feel like you just no matter how hard you work at it you're just like you just you're at the base at the core you're just like a, just a shitty dude. You know. Yeah. You just like uh, yes. <laughs> It's like, uh, I don't know how to say, like, I I love being a guy as much as any, you know, you know, like, doing guy stuff. But, like, there's some days where you're just, like, you're just walking around. And I don't know how to say this without being, like, it's just, like, somebody's just walking around, like, feeling, like, marked by the fact that you just have a penis and you have no, you can't do anything about it. You know, it's just, like, it's just, like, you're living in a world that's just, uh you know, it's like you're wearing a jersey for a team that you just really hate. Sometimes, <laughs> mm. and sometimes like, like love is all that you. You're just like I'm a, you know, like you, like I'm trying to be, you know, one of the good ones, and then I'm over here like a, being an asshole too, and then like you come home and it's like you know, at least you sort of can redeem me a little bit. You know, like sometimes I do find a little bit of redemption in that, like, um. Uh, it, yeah in those like local close relationships and the things you can do there does that make sense
0: yeah I'm i think so well and i mean well and the thing about marked by cain also is like it's interesting that he chose marked by cain because like it's in in, in the bible in genesis chapter four cain murders cain his brother abel god. and then it, and cain is banished and, and basically says to god Um, if you banish me, someone's going to murder me because I'll be a marked man. And, and so God says, no, I'm going to put a mark on you that forbids anybody from killing you and which, whatever that means. So it's often referred to as the mark of Cain, but here it says the marked by Cain. So does this mean like, um, like I'm, I'm flawed in my, like you were sort of describing like, I am just by nature of my humanity, I'm, I, I, I possess this flaw. I possess this carnality or is it, um, or is it something else?
1: I don't even think it's necessarily like the carnality I think it's like just the just like the innate shittiness you know what I mean you, like whenever you're like you, you're doing the the work and you're meditating and you're breathing and then somebody spills cereal all over the pantry and then you just like unload your stress on your wife later that day or you do you know what I mean just like something like that and you're like I'm just a fucking piece of shit too <laughs> You know, like, there's nothing you can do about it. And then there's these moments where, like, you can really be redeemed by that. Just, like, you know, even though um, there's, like, emotional and sort of spiritual and moral. And the body is affected by that, but also can be uh, outside of that and an, on its own. Mm. Am I just rambling? Or is this making... No,
0: I am I think I'm following you.
1: Okay. Because <laughs> can, you can say yes and I will stop. <laughs> Like, that body can be its own thing. Okay. Sometimes, like, carnality can just be an escape from that, but also can just be good. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, well, I mean, it does just feel like, like
0: what he's looking for is he's looking to have a spiritual experience that takes him out of his own body. Or a physical experience yeah. that takes him out of his own body. That, that, or it, puts but, him into it. Well, I mean, because it says, "Shape me from this mortal cage." So it's 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 like yeah. he's, he feels trapped by his own body, by his aging body. But maybe like it, it, the right, I could see that. Yeah. The right. Um, what what am I? The 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 correct level of ecstasy and sexual enjoyment can like pull him out of his feeling of like mortality.
1: You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that.
0: So, so the burning train is basically like a sexual encounter. I think. I don't know what Black Wings Beaten means.
1: No, I, we haven't come across that one either. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it's great. So how do you feel about the song? How many uh, sweat, stained sheets would you give it? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, right. I was really trying to reach for something chill, and then that's just the one I grabbed. Uh, I, I'm going to give it four. What do you think? Um I think it's a classic. I give it five sweat stained sheets. Nice.
0: That's I mean that's a solid rating. And I, I'm guessing if I had seen him do it live, I probably would have even a higher. Like four is I I really like it. I I, th- I think it's a lot yeah. of fun. I, it's, no, you're it's, right. It's a solid track on the on the record. And I feel like if I'd heard him do it live, it would probably even elevate it for me even further. But uh but yeah, as it stands now, I'm am a strong four on it. I, I I do like it, and I do wish I yeah. It live. So, um so yeah, man. So good good start to the letter to you conversation.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I'm looking through the set list now thinking, like, oh, this, this record might be ranked higher than I would have thought. Yeah. <laughs> Overall, for me.
0: There's a lot going on in this record. I, I, I yeah. really dig this album.
1: Yeah, the more I look at the Power of Prayer, The House of a Thousand Guitars, Last Man Standing, what, like, it hits it, heavy. Like, it doesn't really let up. Like, Ghost is track 10. There's not a whole lot of breaths before that.
0: No, and I mean,. And I, I think that's why it's great. He's playing the new stuff on the tour. That he's not just resting on his laurels and doing like yeah. the you know the old stuff. In I mean, I, I like the old stuff a lot, but I'm I'm glad he's he's leaning a little bit into the new stuff as well. For sure, dude.
1: Yeah, man. So Burn, I love it. Burn Train, good song. Yeah, and the guitars sounds again so good. Great. We've talked about that a bunch. Great guitars. Yes. I mean, would you agree? Would you? You know, is it massive guitars? Like, is that something you thought about before we talked about? Yes, it? Like I, 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 I think the guitars good. are
0: on. I I don't think it's possible to miss the guitars on this album, on the song.
1: Yeah, it just is such a guitar rock song. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this could be like a this could have been like a produced by Manchester Orchestra song. You know what I mean? Where it's just like scoop the mids big, you know, just like three big guitar parts going the whole time. Just like, yeah, I love it.
0: Yeah, it's it's really strong. It's very good. And like, and like you said, like it is, it's a guitar forward song and I, I like it when Bruce does guitar forward songs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's he's good. He's good at so much that we forget sometimes that even though he's like iconic holding a guitar, we sometimes we forget that like
0: but he, that he's, that he he's as good at
1: that it. as he is at like soul and, you know, writing sax solos on the guitar or whatever, like yeah, yeah, absolutely. Can, yeah, at the show he did that one. He did the he did, he held that note for forever, and he like combed his hair while he was doing it. Was that during? And then ripped it all it into night? a solo. Uh, uh, I think it was later than that. Okay, I
0: well, can't remember exactly wrong. where that was in the tour in in the, in it was the great. Set. yeah. Um, but yeah, man, great great stuff. All, always fun to hear Bruce do a guitar song. So, um, all right, well, on our next episode, we're gonna pivot again, and we're gonna talk about chasing wild
1: horses from Western Chasing Stars. wild horses, yeah.
0: So we're getting you we're know, getting a lot uh, of good new stuff.
1: You know, Americana rock and rollers love writing about and chasing down wild horses. Yes, they do.
0: And we're going to talk more about that on our next episode
1: of Bruce Springsteen's of the Alphabet.